The Australian government's announced a while back that it would introduce legislation to ban Nazi symbols, right? Now, to counter rising outbreaks of anti-Semitism and racism, it is now moving to amend that bill to include the Nazi salute, making it a criminal offence under federal law. A Massey University sociologist Paul Spoonley is all over this and is with us. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. So does a law like this in Australia have a chilling effect, do you think? Um I would argue it does because it, what it tends to do is to do two things. One, it begins to uh, limit what people can say and do. And the other is to make masses of those who are using Nazi symbols in public. How do you, well, where do you start and where do you stop? Where, where, when do you get to the point where there are too many laws and too much restriction on people's freedom of thought and movement? Yeah, well... Can I just background this a little bit by saying that uh, th- there are two things, because in the middle of the year, the Australian government said it would not ban mm. the Nazi uh, signs, but has been under pressure by the, by the public. And so there was a signet, there was a um, uh, 600 people signed a petition to say, major leaders to say it should change. But of course, what we've seen is the huge rise of anti-Semitism and uh, Islamophobia over the last seven weeks. The the estimation is that anti-Semitic acts have risen by 500%. So the government has now reversed it and said, no, you cannot display um, Nazi symbols or use Nazi actions in public. And what they're trying to do is send a clear message that this sort of hate is not tolerated in this very tense environment. My own view has always been you educate and uh, argue and expose before you legislate. But they're getting, it's getting pretty serious in Australia, so this is why they've moved at this particular point. Sort of why I asked the question, because the original stance they took was based on police advice. They said, well, it's all very well making rules, but if you can't enforce it, what's the point? So they seem to be making a political statement now by changing it, as opposed to on police advice, who seemingly think they don't necessarily have the power to enforce what they're going to have to enforce. Yes, and, and, and of course... There's always questions of intent. So if you've got a group of Nazis on the Victoria parliamentary steps giving Nazi salutes, that's pretty clear. You know, you you, you, you don't want that to happen, really. Mm. Uh, however, in New Zealand, if you tried to if you tried to think about the implications here, what would you do about the gangs? Exactly. That was my, ironically my next question. So so in, in so you ban Nazi and then you ban gang symbols and then you ban what association together. I mean, where does it start and where does it stop? Yeah, well, and and the other thing I I would add, Mike, is that association with a gang uh, allows you to uh, be deported to New Zealand as a 501. Yeah. Um, So they're they're taking a harder line, uh, and there aren't too many countries that do ban these uh, acts. Uh, Of course, there are some that have long banned them, such as Germany. I think you you need a, a very clear public debate about what the intent of the act is, how it can be implemented, and what the downsides as well as the upsides are. So you can send a message to these groups that what they're doing is unacceptable, but banning is only one of your options. All right, Paul, good to have you on the programme. Paul Spoonley, sociologist, back to Winston in the media shortly. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.